Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. The parking mystery has been solved. Um, it's interesting because I, even up to a few minutes ago, I went and jumped on my uh, Easy Pass account, and it didn't show up. It was just showing my regular toll stuff. And I found an area that said parking, because I said, by now, you know, I should have been charged. And when I pull up the parking, it shows $180, which is $60 a day. Um, but they haven't charged me yet, so I'm not sure. That, I mean, they have my credit card for Easy Pass, so I'm not sure if they send me a mail or I'm supposed to do something. I have no idea what the what you know what's going to go on but i'll just keep keep an eye on that uh what a day Whew, what a day uh, i just got home from the shriners show talked about on thursday heading up there today um walked through the door ate some dinner and started recording i'm here with you um i will do my best to bring the energy but truth be told i'm a little tired it was a long day uh so if if I come across a little tired, I apologize. Uh, shout out to my two road warriors today, Jordan uh, at Zips Cards and Matt at The Card Buddha. Uh, I met these guys up in Griswold, uh, Connecticut, and we drove into the show together. And it was really pretty cool. Like I've met these guys at shows. We've set up together at shows. We've never really traveled together. So uh, I hopped in with them, and it was just great conversation uh, there and back. So it was it was a good time, and uh, just shout out to them. Um, Saturday night, um, I reached out to a few few dealers that I was pretty sure I knew was setting up uh, at this show, just to say, hey, how's the show going? What's it like? Just kind of get a feel of what's going on. And they all said it was slow Friday, Saturday, and they were, you know, hoping for a better day uh, on Sunday. You know, hearing that, I was a little excited. I said, hey, maybe I will uh, get in and get some uh, some really good Sunday deals. So, you know, I was pretty excited last night. Not excited that the show wasn't busy, but excited that, you know, as you get excited about going to a show, excited about getting some deals, just all the, you know, the regular excitement that comes with getting ready to go to a card show. Uh, so the show opened at 10. Uh, we got there at 10, 15, um, and it was raining. And I was like, oh, I don't even have a coat. So I, I hope we're not going to be stuck in line standing outside. But we weren't. Uh, we got to walk right in. I walked right up to uh, the uh, booth to buy my uh, Mike Tyson photo op ticket. Uh, there was nobody there. In fact, I thought I was in the wrong place. I'm like, Am I? yep, come on right up. I said, all right, great. Bought my ticket. First things first, right? That's probably 80% of the reason, even though it was a show that I really pushed to go to this one uh, because I knew he was going to be there. Uh, after I got that, got right to work, right? Um, I had my first deal done 
the first table I went to, ten by ten thirty, I had my first deal done. And I wanted, I mean, my goal in my mind was try to find dealers that had multiple cards uh, that I wanted. So I could try to make a bulk deal instead of just buying one, 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 you know, see if I could get a deal of buying more than one card. So, you know, the only downfall is finding a dealer that has more than one or two cards that you really want. Uh, and that finding that was more difficult uh, than, than, than what you would think. Uh, but the first, first dealer um, I went to, uh, I was able to make a deal. I found three cards off the bat and we were able to work out a pretty good deal. Uh, and I just want to shout him out. It's Adam at the underscore CBA underscore J O F F. Uh, it was just a really great guy. I mean, we've never met before I went up and we just hit it off right away. Just started talking. Um, he was a great guy and he's also, uh, the admin on eBay for the cardboard association, uh, we talked a little bit about that. So just just somebody that I know that I will be friends with now from this day forward. We'll see each other at shows and just hang out. Just a really great guy. But like I said, I ended up doing my first deal with him. Um, and it was probably his first deal of the day, too, because literally the doors just opened. Uh, and as we go along with these deals, I'm just going to show you the cards uh, that I end up you know, that I ended up getting. And it's important that I do that because I just want you guys to know, you know, I, I stand behind what I say here. You know, when I change things up about, you know, getting ready for national and at the beginning I was talking about these big RPA cards and I said, no, I need to switch this up a little. I mean, things are changing. I need to change with the hobby. So I'm, I, I'm trying to stay within, you know, under a thousand dollars, you know, on the cards with a concentration between like the 300 and the 800. Um, and I talk about getting, you know, good, de you know, pretty low comps on stuff. Did I get it? No. I mean, I, I would have loved to got, got between 70 and 80%, but you know, it's just not happening. It's difficult to do that, especially if you're only buying one, two, three cards. I think it's difficult to get that. Um, but I ended up being more the 85 to 90%, which is absolutely fine because I'm buying into cards that I'm confident that the value is going to go up between now and national. Um, so the first three cards I bought, um, first one is a 2020 uh, Panini Donruss Optic Joe Burrow Blue Hyper PSA 10. And I'm just going to quickly hold these up if you're on YouTube. Uh, a 2020 uh, Panini Select Joe Burrow Die Cut Orange Prism PSA 10. And the last one, uh, 2017 Don Russ Optic, Patrick Mahomes, the pink optic. And this is PSA 9. So just three great cards, liquid cards that I really feel the value will bump up between now and national. Excited to have those cards. Uh, and, and as I talk about these, I need to, and, and I've made a note here, my bullet point, strong hands, strong hands, strong hands, right? I need to be able to hold these cards uh, until then and not selling, start selling them off earlier. Uh, so from there, I was able to secure another three-card deal. Um, and this was kind of one of one of each of the you know QBs that, that, 
like again, I said I feel it will increase in value. Um and 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 definitely, definitely some nice cards. Uh 2020 uh Don Russ Optic Joe Burrow uh, a green velocity PSA 10. Just hold that up there. Um a card that a card that I owned for a long time and I recently sold maybe a month or so ago. I just turned another one right back. It's the 2017 Don Russ Optic Patrick Mahomes Red Yellow PSA 9. Hold that up. And the last one, uh, 2021 Prism, Trevor Lawrence, the uh, No Huddle Autograph, PSA 9. So this is a nice Lawrence auto. And again, cards I just feel that are going to be liquid and are going to sell. Cards that I I see other people, you know, trying to buy these cards out of, you know, other people's cases. So I'm excited. I'm excited, uh, you know, to, to, to own these, what we're going to call liquid cards. Uh, the next couple cards were just single purchases. Um, and this particular card, you know, I talked to the dealer early in the morning. And, and here's another card that I owned for a while, too. And I sold, I think it was November, I sold the card. Uh, and now I bought the card back for less than not the same card, but you know, not the identical card, but the same card um, for less than what I sold it for then. Uh, and I'm kind of excited to have it back because I felt it was a pretty popular card in my case. But I saw this card earlier in the morning. Uh, the dealer had it for $1,100. Um, I said, you know, what, what do you, which low should take? He goes, what, what are you willing to spend? You know how you know, this thing goes. So I said, can you get to 850 on it? You know, I figure I'm going to throw an 850 price out there. Let's just open up the negotiation. And I kind of do this all the time. Uh, and usually it gets people's attention, right? A little bit where I know, he, I know he's not going to, I mean, I'd be surprised if he said, yeah, I'd take 850 for it, especially first thing in the morning. Um, and I could tell immediately he was annoyed and he's like, no, 1050, the best I can do. And he turned and started talking to somebody else. And I, my, my purpose wasn't to annoy anybody. And I'm sure it's been a long weekend for him too. I've been a dealer. I know I'm there. And I know sometimes if you, if they, if it's been slow all weekend and you're, you're, you're showing up Sunday morning and somebody starts off low ball and you're, you're like, I'm not going to put up with this. Right. And, and I understand kind of how he felt, uh, you know, so I just grabbed his attention. I said, Hey, I appreciate you considering my offer. Um, I'm going to think about your 1050 and I'll swing back. You know, maybe I'll come back and, and we'll talk a little more on it. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Why did I do that? I just want to let him know, you know, I was kind of serious about the card. Um, I didn't want to pull him back in to keep kind of negotiating since I know I've already annoyed him, but I thanked him, you know, and, and, I ended up coming back and I knew if I said something nice when I left, if I come back, you know, hopefully we'll have a better conversation. Right. So I came back and I said, Hey, I said, you remember me? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I said, look, I didn't mean to annoy you this morning. I said, I was just throwing that number out there to get going. Oh, no worries. No worries. Now he's in a good mood, you know, 
and he's willing to talk. And uh, funny thing was, I didn't pay much more than eight fifty for the card at the end of the day. Where in the morning I completely annoyed him, but at the end of the day, I think maybe my offers may have been better than some of the others. And the last three of these cards sold for about eleven hundred dollars. So uh, this was probably the best deal of the day that I got. Um, and this was, uh, 2017, uh, Mahomes, Don Russ optic, uh, the optic PSA 10. And it's funny whenever I see cars that I've had for a while and I sell and I go back and I see them, the first thing I do is I always look at the PSA number and I compare it, go back to my Instagram. Sometimes I think, oh, maybe it's the same card, but no, none of these were, excuse me, the same card that I had. Uh, I picked up two more cards from a dealer. Um, and these were cards that I, I just felt that I know they're on the low end. Um, but I felt they were very liquid. And when I'm buying cards to put in my case, I think about who are the people that are going to buy them? Right. So all these cards I've kind of mentioned here, you know, flippers are going to be big on these cards because they're in that price point where you can buy it. It's a liquid card and you can turn it over quick. Right. But then, you know, you have people that are coming. They don't want to spend 200, 250, 300. They want to be they want to they would love to get like a graded card, a PSA 10, especially a parent with a child, things like that. You know, they want to know it's money kind of well spent. but They don't want to spend a lot of money. So when I can find cards like that, I kind of put them in my case too, around the 100 or 150, you know, 175 ish. So I picked up two cards from the same guy and I got a good deal for them are on them. Uh, one was the uh, 2020 Panini Select Joe Burrow, and it's just a silver prism, but it's a PSA 10, right? Nice card. And the other one is the 21 Select, 2021 Select Trevor Lawrence, um, and it's also the silver prism. And it's PSA 10. Right. They're just great cards to have in the case. The price point is right for I mean, uh, flippers are not going to be coming in and coming in and buying these cards. You know, serious, serious collectors are not going to be buying these cards. But there's other people that are going to be showing up to the table. And, you know, I you don't want to put yourself for me. I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm only selling to certain people. I'd like to be able to be able to sell to everyone at certain Um, I did figure out <laughs> all the women's soccer cards, uh, we're in discount, discount boxes today. Uh, I did come up on one, on one case and I, and I looked and they had one, one, uh, woman's soccer card in there. And I was like, Oh, I said, do you have any more? And he's like, Oh yeah, probably in those boxes over there. Uh, so I started going through some discount and I know I come about this. Um, I never do this. I don't want to do this. I would never look forward to doing it, but I kind of enjoyed it a little bit today. I had a lot of extra time and I'll explain that a little bit in a minute, but I did have extra time. So I started going through and I found about 15 nice cards, you know, all prisms that, 
of you know the players that I'm I'm always looking for out of these discount boxes and the prices were right and you know I was happy to do it. I was happy to come home with them and when I walked when I was there in the box I'm like people will never believe that I'm digging through you know the the these discount box like a four room box going through all these cards but uh, I did it today and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be so um if this is where I'm going to find those cards then this is probably where you're going to find me sometimes at these shows is, you know, looking for my PC cards in there. Um, I don't usually have the, the, the time or the patience to do it. Um, but today I had extra time because Mike Tyson was supposed to arrive uh, at one o'clock today, do the photo ops at one and the signings at two and he was very late today. He didn't get there until 4 PM. Now the show was ending at 4 p.m. today. So um, some of the dealers were happy about that because they just stayed open. They left their tables open. Um, why, uh, you know, the show was pretty much still open because everybody was in there getting uh, their pictures and autographs with uh, and Mike's autograph. Um, so we were there the entire day. We got there when the show opened. We were there when the show was supposed to close. And stayed a little longer after that. Um, I was able to find some Desmond Ritter RPAs in discount boxes. I had extra time, right? After three laps around the show, um, I said, I'm going to start digging back into, you know, some of these discount boxes. Um, yeah, I found the number RPAs, numbered RPAs of Desmond Ritter. They're like, in the 20 or $30 rows in these boxes. And I almost felt like it was like criminal, like I was stealing. Uh, and I was waiting when I said, oh, you know, I have four or five of these. I was waiting, um, waiting for them to say, oh no, those weren't in the right box. And I said, well, since I'm buying, you know, five of them, can I, you know, can we make a deal? And they're offering me a discount. And here I am waiting for them to say, oh, those, those you know, should have been marked higher or whatever. And they're giving me a discount on, you know, on a quarterback that what we believe is going to be starting for their team come September. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty exciting digging those out. Uh, so at the end of the day, right, I'm excited. I picked up nine cards for National. I picked up a number of Desmond Ritter RPAs uh, and about 15, you know, women's soccer PC cards. So, yeah, it was it was it was a good day at the show. Um 345. I went and got in line for uh for Iron Mike. You know, everyone in line. It was actually one of the things when I was going to the show is thinking to myself, oh, do I really want to go stand in line? Because I've been to other shows and I see how long these lines are where people are lined up and they get there in the morning and they stand there for hours waiting for the the autographer, you know, to show up, the signer to show up. And I thought, oh, is this gonna be painful standing in line waiting? Uh, it was really kind of cool. I I'm telling you, it was really kind of cool. Everybody had, I wasn't getting anything signed by Mike, but everybody had something and they had all their memorabilia and everybody was just sharing it. Oh, look at this. Look at that. You know, I was excited. I pulled out my PMG and they're like, no, he can't sign that. I'm like, no, I'm just going to have him hold it. Oh, that's going to be cool. You know, so it was just, it was really kind of cool just standing in line with all these people, people sharing their stuff and sharing some stories and things like that. I don't know. It was just, 
I really enjoyed the the whole experience today. Uh, so I finally get up there. It's my turn. I walk in, and and you know the one thing I notice, you know, if you look at the picture I posted, I mean, I'm not a tall guy. You know, I know some people have me for six five and six four, and you know, why is it Big Ken and all of this, right? I'm about five eight, right? And I'm standing next to Mike, who's not that much taller than me. I mean, he's definitely broader than I am. You can tell he's a big guy. But when he reached out shake to shake, I should reach out to shake his hand. The man had enormous hands. Like I just I was just surprised how big this guy's hands were. His his hand just swallowed my hand up. Um so you know, hey, how you doing? What's up, champ? You know, I uh I pull out my PMG and I'm like, hey, Mike, you ever seen this card before? And he picks it up and he looks at it and he says, No, but that purple is fly as F. I was like, oh yeah, that's my guy, Mike Tyson. Right. So handed to him, got a picture taken. Um when I was done, shook his hand again, thanked him. It's just a great end to a great day. Um I don't I, I'm not I'm not a starstruck type person. And like I've just mentioned i i would imagine be painful waiting in line to have things autographed or talk to people but at the end of the day um it was an experience that i'll never forget and i'm happy that i did it and i'm happy i have the picture uh to to show for it so uh so it was it was a great end uh to a great day and as I was walking out thinking, wow, this was so great for me, I'm, I'm feeling bad for these two guys that I'm with that really had to wait because I had to wait, uh, you know, to get this stuff done. So I'm thinking, oh, I hope these guys aren't upset with me, you know, having to wait so long. And I went out there, I found uh, Jordan and there he was making a big deal. And a guy, I mean, well, and I, you know, half an hour after the show closed, they were making a big deal. There was cards and cash all over the table. I said, well, Nobody's upset that, <laughs> that I was holding them up because I could see this deal. This deal, you know, looked like a good deal for both sides. Um, and yeah, nobody was upset. On the ride back, you know, we all talked uh, and we just agreed. It was a great day. It was a great show. We all got some great deals. Um, it was a day to remember for me. Uh, and that's how I'm going to end it today. You know, today was a day to remember. And, uh, you know, we have those days in our life that we'll always remember. And uh, th this is definitely going to be one of those days. Uh, I will be back on Thursday with a new episode. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you. 